0: Psalm 21 to the choir master, a psalm of David. O Lord, in your strength, the king rejoices and in your salvation, how greatly he exalts. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. He asked life of you, you gave it to him, length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation, splendor and majesty you bestow on him. For you make him most blessed forever, you make him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High, he shall not be moved." Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them as a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath and fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among the children of men. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise mischief, they will not succeed. For you will put them to flight, you will aim at their faces with your bows. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Amen. When we pray, God answers. He will always do something on behalf of his children as they cry to him. It may not be what they expect, but he is never passive or negligent towards the prayers of those he loves. Because he is love, he acts. In Psalm 21, we have a prayer of praise for God's answer to the supplication of the king. Again, most scholars believe that this was a liturgical psalm of praise sung in response to God giving his victory to the people through the one who sits on the throne. What he asked for God did on their behalf, and in response to that ruler whom he loves, you have given him his heart's desire, and have not withheld the request of his lips. You see, the king is blessed, and shall never be moved, because he has made God his cause. If Psalm 20 is a prayer for God to bless, Psalm 21 is thanksgiving for how God has blessed. One precedes the battle, And the last follows the battle. If the battle belongs to the Lord, then the victory belongs to him as well. This is the heart of these two songs of prayers. Psalm 21 has another side as well. It is neatly divided into two parts. The second part beginning with verse 8. Here the focus is not on the king and his late victory, but that final victory that awaits the world, where God will find all who oppose him. It is a confession of those who believe that there is something coming, which is final. At that point in our history as people, all evil will cease. Can you believe and hope for such a future? Absolutely. For he has given us the victory already to his anointed king. Through Christ, we have overcome the wickedness of this world. Through Christ, we have the promise that all who resist the call of love given to the world by the Holy Spirit will flee from the righteousness of God and his church. God's character assures us, as he has delivered us today, in the end, he will deliver us completely. This includes not only us, but all of creation. Such hope and the strength of God can cause one to sing. Be exalted, O God, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Let us pray. Almighty God, you are sure to hear us as we come to you and lift our need before your throne. In your will, we find assurance that you act by your love for us. Show us your love now and give us your victory. Deliver us from those who oppose you and have turned their wickedness upon us. Then we will know your grace and the power of your arm to save and set right. In Jesus' holy name, we pray and hope. Amen.